Welcome to Grace Abounds. I'm Pastor Jen Shaw, and in this podcast, I'm sharing my Sunday sermons from St. John's Lutheran Church, Palm Desert, California. I'm so grateful that you've joined us, and I trust that these words build you up in faith, hope, and love. I was baptized as an infant in a Lutheran church in Janesville, Wisconsin, by the Reverend Francis Dale. My sponsors were my mom's good friend Lois and my great aunt Lorena, who's about to celebrate her 100th birthday in April, and Lorena's mom, Augusta, who lived to be 102. I really hope I've got their genes. (laughs) I was baptized again at the age of 10, by the Reverend Joseph Ferrante in the church in which I grew up, the First Assembly of God in Fillmore, California. I sponsored all of my nephews and nieces in their baptisms. And since I started here at St. John's, eight years ago now, on a rainy baptism of our Lord Sunday, I've had the joy and privilege of baptizing beloved children of God ranging in age from six-plus months to 60-plus years. I've also had experiences that felt like baptism, learning to swim. When my family moved from Cedar Falls, Iowa to Fillmore, and I loved, loved, loved being in the pool, diving down in the deep end, trying to touch the bottom, and then springing up like a rocket. Or walking through the rain, the hills of Montecito when I attended Westmont College, with my headphones, my Sony Walkman, and my cassette tape of the Working Girl soundtrack, listening to Carly Simon sing, Let the river run. Or tumbling down the natural water slide in Slide Rock Park in Arizona, on a trip to the Grand Canyon with my friend Christy. Or this past week, celebrating Christmas and New Year's with my family, driving along the 10 with my nieces in the back seat, all of us delighted at the appearance of a full rainbow. Or kneeling at the waters of a natural spring in Jericho, believed by the local Coptic Christians there to be the spot where John the Baptist baptized Jesus, scooping some of that water over my head. I was not the only one in our group who did that. Feeling in all of this, the gracious, refreshing, life-giving presence of the Lord, expressed in the baptism of Jesus and in our baptism. Mark, the most concise and earliest of the Gospels, does not recount the birth narratives of Jesus found in the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, the Christmas story that we've been celebrating over the past several weeks. Mark dives right in with the baptism of Jesus as an adult at the age of about 30 or so. John the Baptist, cousin of Jesus, 
son of Zechariah the priest and Elizabeth, prophet filled with the Holy Spirit and called to prepare the way of the Lord, has gone out into the wilderness, to the desert of Judea, to the Jordan River that runs along the eastern border of the Holy Land. He is dressed in camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, the attire of a prophet, specifically the prophet Elijah. He's living on a diet of grasshoppers and wild honey, and he is drawing large crowds from the entire region. What would we make of John if he walked into our worship service right now? John is baptizing people, immersing people in the waters of the Jordan for repentance and the forgiveness of sins, calling people to repent, to turn away from their unloving, unhealthy, unhelpful ways and turn to the Lord, to change their minds and their hearts and their behaviors in the light of the Lord's gracious presence, to receive the good news that the Lord, who is gracious and merciful and steadfast in love, will wash away our unrighteousness and give us a fresh start. And John's ministry had a significant impact, so much so that, as Acts 19 recounts, when the Apostle Paul visits the city of Ephesus during his third missionary journey, he finds disciples there who have not heard of the baptism in the name of Jesus or that the power of the Holy Spirit is accessible to them, but they have been baptized in the baptism of John, some 30 years after John died and about a 1,000 miles away from where he ministered. Paul explains, as John himself said, that John baptizes with water, but the one who comes after John, the one for whom John is preparing the way, the one who is more powerful, more worthy, more righteous than John, will baptize with the Holy Spirit. And as both Paul and John declare, that one is Jesus, the Messiah, the Christ, the Savior, who, as all four Gospels recount, goes out to the Jordan River to be baptized by John. And here's the very first question on this passage that came up in our lectionary Bible study this week. Why? If baptism is for the forgiveness of sins, and Jesus was without sin, why was he baptized? And shouldn't it actually have been Jesus who baptized John? But as Jesus will continue to do throughout his public ministry, Jesus upends the expected social hierarchy. He humbles himself and takes the lower place. He goes first where he calls us to follow. Jesus did not need to be baptized for the forgiveness of sins. Jesus chose to be baptized in solidarity with us. Though he is God, Jesus emptied himself and was born in the flesh. 
Though he was without sin, he stood among the sinners in the Jordan River. Though he was righteous, he embraced the unrighteous. Though he was their Lord, he washed the feet of his disciples. Though he was innocent, he died on the cross. Jesus dove down deep into the waters of our human life and suffering in this broken world and death and rose again from life to death, bringing us with him into life anew, washing away all our sin, breathing unto us the fullness of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit who, as Jesus emerges from the waters of baptism, descends on him like a dove. As the voice of God from heaven says, you are my son, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. The baptism of Jesus expresses the relationship of the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, Jesus, and God the Holy Spirit, one God, three persons, who love and delight in each other forever. God is an eternal, divine, joyous, generous, creative relationship of love. God is love, and love requires relationship. God is God alone, but even God is never alone. God who, as Genesis 1 declares, made us and the whole creation in goodness and order and beauty, who made each and every one of us in God's glorious image with dignity and value and purpose, who made us to love the Lord and each other and all that God has made. When we are baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we are immersed in this divine relationship of love. The Lord says to us, you are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased. Hear this word of the Lord again. You are my beloved child. With you, I am well pleased. God delights in his relationship with Jesus. And so it is with us. God does not love us because of what we've done or failed to do, because of any of our words or actions, because we're perfect. God loves us because we're his. Baptism, like communion, is a message, a means, a communication of God's grace, God's favorable disposition, God's generosity toward us. A holy mystery, a sacred mysterium in Latin, from which we get the word sacrament, through which God showers us with God's love, immerses us in God's presence, in his life, in his beloved community, makes known to us his unconditional, unending, unfailing grace. Martin Luther understood baptism in these terms. He described baptism as water and the word. 
the physical, tangible, life-giving element of water, and the promise, the assurance, the word of God in Christ that we are saved. And so Luther said, if ever our sins or our conscience should oppress us, we can take comfort and strength in saying, I am baptized. And by the way, if you haven't been baptized but would like to be, see me after the service or send me an email and we'll take care of that. (laughs) Beloved, since God loves us so much, we ought also to love one another. The baptism of Jesus is the beginning of his public ministry. Filled with the Holy Spirit, assured of God's love, he goes out and shares God's love with others. He heals the sick, feeds the hungry, provides for those in need, teaches about life in the kingdom of God, sets the example for us. And you and I, baptized in Christ, filled with the Spirit, assured of God's love, are to go out and share God's love with others. Care for those who are ill, feed those who are hungry, provide for those who are in need, tell everyone in our lives the good news of life in Christ, follow the example of Jesus. Continue in the covenant that God made with you and I in holy baptism to live among God's faithful people, to hear the word of God and share in the Lord's Supper, to proclaim the good news of God in Christ through word and deed, to serve all people following the example of Jesus, and to strive for justice and peace in all the earth. May we do so on this baptism of our Lord Sunday and in all the days ahead. Amen. Thanks for listening. Each week's episode is edited by Nick Cox. Music performed by our St. John's Worship Band. Sermons by me, Pastor Jen Shaw. Make sure to subscribe to hear each week's message. If you'd like to know more about St. John's mission to know Christ and make Christ known, to share the life-giving word and do the life-giving work of Jesus, visit our website, stjohnslutheran.church. May God bless you on this day and in all the days ahead.